to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, and my co-host and very good friend is Dave. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We are covering Married at First Sight Australia, Season 10, Episode 20. Now, Chris, there is probably only one show in town, to be fair, but where would you like to start today? Ah, Well, Dave, let's start with Dan and Sandy. Now, <laughs> we knew in the last episode there was this bullshit fucking pocket dial, Dave. And I'm saying bullshit because I'm swimming my throat. I don't fucking believe any of this. We discussed it at length. It was fucking bollocks. There's no way. Rupert has grasped them up. Yeah. Whatever yeah. has been promised by the producers <laughs> because it's so in depth that Evelyn's going to write a fucking novel, a newspaper article. There's going to be a movie about it when she leaves fucking maths. I do not believe it, Dave, but it has been unbelievable reality <laughs> TV. <laughs> it, it has, hasn't it? And I, I'm with you. I mean, I, I think they've just bought him a ticket out of jail there with the lads, you know, but I I feel like he's probably spilled his guts, told her everything. And then the producers have sort of said, well, let's, you know, let's concoct this butt dial thing. And and then that's the excuse. But, you know, she she has like an, Evelyn has an encyclopedic knowledge of everything that was said, you know, from a butt dial. So, yeah, oh, but it, I mean, the whole episode really did center on Dan and Sandy, didn't it? And it, it was yeah. all about just that build up and different people talking. And I thought what was interesting, well, actually, actually, can we hop across? Because Dan only came in a little bit later, didn't he? But he was all around this same thing. It was all around, you know, the so called butt dial. All the lads are out there talking. Dan, it is sounding like a more of a piece of shit than even before. And I thought that was quite difficult because, you know, we, we were saying he's dickhead Dan and and he seemed like an absolute piece of shit before. But the fact that he's getting his uh, phone out, he's showing pictures of his ex-girlfriends, like, look at this, you know, this is, uh, this is what I can pull kind of thing, just makes him look such a dick. But before that all kicked off, Fucking Hugo cops it, doesn't he? (laughs) (laughs) The thing is, you know, Hugo, a little bit like when Adam and Claire were apologizing, and you saw this binary approach to apologizing. One was an actual apology. The other was just, right, yeah, I'm sorry, but actually I did nothing wrong. (laughs) Now, Hugo was on the side of, he was being completely apologetic. You know, he was clearly blindsided. Evelyn, fucking loving that camera, Chris. Oh, my God. I would, you know, I can dine out on this. I've got a story. I've got so much screen time. People are wondering who the fuck I am. Well, you will know who I am because I'm going to have all this screen time. I'm going to dominate it. But Hugo's caught out there. Honestly, Chris, when they say, like, you called <laughs> Hugo, you called your wife, you know, you said you, you would prefer to be with any of the other wives, uh, and you called her a see you next Tuesday. 
<laughs> just <laughs> crying. And I had to take a little voice uh, recording and send it to you because I knew you were you were <laughs> going to be out at the match. <laughs> <laughs> but Chris, I, I mean, oh, if that was me, I mean, Hugo was utterly apologetic for it, wasn't he? Yeah. And I, and I, yeah. Sorry, 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 just, sorry. The last thing sorry. I'll say is, I. I, I don't know if I admire, but I kind of want him to stick to his guns because she's horrid. And, I, you know, if that was me, I would say, Taylor, look, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you're a cunt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so, uh, but, oh, my God, she will dine out on this. She'll play the massive victim card, won't she? I mean, sorry, I've gone on for a while there, but, I mean, what did you think of that whole interaction? Dave, I've never been so fucking annoyed with somebody and it wasn't Taylor. It was Hugo. I was like, no, do not apologize. She is a C next Tuesday. Everything <laughs> we've seen about her, she's a horrible, horrible person. She's been bullying him, making him sleep on the fucking sofa. You know, she's put him down. She, she said all these things. And the only positive thing she said was, he's got a good height on him. And it was like... <laughs> Great. Well, that's fucking great. That he's a tall lad. That, that's obviously the only positive you've got. Are you saying you got a nice pair of shoes? Or yeah, something, I mean, isn't it? exactly. He, he he picked a second from last in the pop. You know the 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 game. Who was the prettiest person? And it was more sort of a personality than a looks. And she's fucking stayed in bed for three days like some fucking pop star diva. It's like <laughs> she's horrible. She's absolutely. I was getting so annoyed as soon as he started talking. I was like don't you fucking dare apologize. Do not apologize to her. Because I was like, you should never call your missus that at all. Let's get that straight. But me and Sam are watching it. And so I was like, why is he apologizing? I said, I do not know. She's horrible. She's a, a bully, Dave. I'm sorry. I'm using the word, but she's a bully. And she's bullied him from the minute we've got in there. And I was getting so annoyed at him. Like, why don't you just speak? I know that bit when she said, you don't deserve to speak. Or, you know, shut up. And I was like, shut up. You mm. cannot speak. So I was like, wow. And the whole audience got that because that's the only thing with Evelyn with this situation with Dan fine I don't like Evelyn at all she's a fucking triad she's an absolute plant mm. and like you said she's going to dominate the screen now till the end of the show and piss me off I think even more the more I see this however she was right to go at Dan but she had no fucking right to go at Taylor however she didn't see what we see so I sort of understand it Taylor's them playing the fucking victim, like, you know, as if Hugo's been this horrible guy to her when he's been nothing but nice to her. And I just was getting annoyed with him. I was like, why are you not speaking up for yourself? And and even when he tried, she's like, he's like, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. And I'm like, I, I can get it. She's dominating him. And that's how she's always done it in relationships. But what a horrible person, Dave, she is. I'm sorry. She is a C next Tuesday. And I stand by what fucking Hugo said. Yeah, 100%. And... I think he was just caught out, wasn't he? Like, I mean, I don't mean caught out, but but like just on the back foot. And so, mm. you know, in, in everyday life, you know, if, if you've said something you shouldn't have done, you, your default would be to apologize. And like you say, Evelyn, everyone around the dinner table, they've seen a tiny bit of, of Taylor, but not what we've seen. Yeah. And so they don't really have the context of just how horrible she's been. But I have to say, Chris, 
the experts might actually start to deserve that title this season because I would say John is on fucking fire. And I think he, he does call these things out. And I know the, the girls do as well. So I got a feeling, and we saw a little bit of the preview, didn't didn't we? But um, I've got a feeling he might fucking go for Taylor here. <laughs> because anyone can see the derogatory way that she speaks to him. It, it is like she's trying to train a puppy. It is like she's trying to use tough love to train a fucking puppy to do exactly what she wants it to do. She's not actually treating him like a human being. And yeah. so I, I don't, I don't know whether this is a learned behavior, whether she just, whether she does it on purpose in relationships or what, but it is fucking horrible. And, you know, I was the same. I was disappointed in him that he didn't just stick to his guns. You know, and just say, well, like I say, maybe apologize for calling her that when she's not there to defend herself. All right. But like I say, but you are a bit of one, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Know? So I, I I don't know. It did cross my mind whether, you know, he's he's another one that's just like, well, if I actually say what I really think, I'll be off the show. Yeah. Potentially. Again, flip it around, Chris. If Hugo was behaving like Taylor, to Taylor, how Taylor is treating him, he'd be off the show, wouldn't he? He'd be cancelled oh, straight in the bin. Fuck it, hundred percent, hundred percent. He'd have been kicked off straight away, Dave, completely. And and I think you're asking about Hugo. Is he worried about being on the show? Because then he's like talking about, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a real go of it. You know, I'm gonna, gonna put the I'm work like, in, why, Chris. Why? <laughs> what are you grafting now? Are you on fucking Love Island? You fucking bellend. I, I, honestly, I was like, Hugo, mate, sometimes you've just got to walk away from something and this person yeah. is not the right person for you. She's, I don't think she's the right person for anyone at this current time, Dave. She no. needs a real fucking long guard look in the mirror. But like you say, from the VT, the experts look like they're bringing the heat and I am fucking gagging now <laughs> for Sunday's episode. I really am. I know we were late coming to the party on this and you messaged me when I was sat there at Old Trafford, like, have you seen it yet? And I'm like, no, stop it. And you said it was shit and I'm like, stop it. <laughs> and we always watch it straight away. So like for literally 24 hours, I've been dying to speak to you. And when I finally got to watch it, I was like, Oh, you bastard! I'm not like I didn't prefer the football, obviously, but, <laughs> but this, but this, it just brings something different. We've had a great episode of Love Island as well over the last 24 hours. You know, real drama filled, and we talked about it, all them emails we got, which were great. And then this just brings it. The dimension of this is just ridiculous. And I think what what I like about the dinner party is, yes, it's holding court and all that sort of stuff. And Evelyn's who we need. I think she's going to become a baddie, Dave. But at the moment, she's exactly what we needed for this episode. So I'd sort of applaud her because it brought loads of drama. Yeah. And like I say, the the, the Hugo and Taylor stuff was the, the cheeky little order before the main course, wasn't it? Because we were <laughs> waiting for Dan to come in. And it was pretty clear that Dan was going to deny it. We've seen these kind of behavioral traits that he's got. And he just, he played the role perfectly, I thought. You know, pretty much denied everything. Lied about, you know, their interactions. You know, he's very careful with his words, wasn't he, at the dinner table. But I did like it. Like, say, Evelyn, you know, she's the hero we deserve right now. Um, 
when she's going for him and you can see when the mask starts to slip and the disdain, the anger in his face, you know, and he has this little flinch. He's really trying to keep a lid on it. I was like, oh, fucking hell, just keep on, keep on scratching away there. (laughs) And, uh, you know, it was building up and building up. And eventually, you know, I I think he kind of, he's absolutely a gaslighter. Uh, he, he, he's got by a lot of a lot of the times in life by just lying and just being uh, so stubborn about a particular version of reality that that people either think they're crazy or they they just end up backing down. But Evelyn wasn't, and the fact that she she was so bullish about it as well, and you know he, he just was not fucking happy, was he? And I, I thought he was brilliant, Chris. I fucking loved it. I loved it, and, and it made me piss on Dave. The one person sticking up for him, fucking Harrison. Two Jesus gaslighters Christ. together. Yeah. It's like, I mean, <laughs> Sandy did have enough of him eventually, and he's like, he looking and say, oh, all right, then, fine. She's like, it's not me, Dan, and you, fucking Harrison. But I think what was interesting was, he, like you say, he's got a really bad poker face. He's got this, like, real evil, baddie look, doesn't he? He mm. looks like a baddie out of a movie, like... You know, or a pantomime villain, Dave. You know, he looks like that, doesn't he? Because when he's backed into a corner, he just fucking lies and lies. He, he tried to bring yeah. Duncan into it, thinking Duncan's going to back him up. Duncan's like, well, he did show the pictures. Ollie admitted the pictures were shown and that, obviously, we found about Hugo as well. Didn't he's say like, in the table, though, that we saw. No, it, did he? It, no, he didn't say it. No, Dave, he didn't say a word. He, he has definitely avoided a lot of that, but... <laughs> I think I think with Evelyn, she's right, and and there was there was little snippets that were, we've been talked about. Like he said, he what he three days away from Sandy, and then he goes with the lads. And went, ah, I was with my daughter, and he's like, yeah, and then someone yeah. went, and then someone shouted. I don't want you picked up, but someone went, "What's so you left your daughter home alone?" And yeah. he and it didn't get carried on, and he's like, "Don't you be?" He said to Claire, "Don't you be telling me about parenting?" And I'm like, "Well, you're fucking lying. You're obviously off with this other woman you've got." Don't contact me for three days and then you're going out on the piss with your mates. Don't yeah. fucking lie. There's nothing he can say to me that convinced me that he was genuinely looking after his daughter. I know we don't know, but I, he's just a fucking liar. Didn't he say I had she was staying with friends? She fell as, she fell asleep after two hours, apparently. Yeah. But like he's it's gone first, for three days. It's yeah, yeah. just all this time that's unaccounted for. But you just can't like really take seriously anything that he says he's just such an unreliable narrator isn't he just he's just full of shit and even stuff that we've seen you know these interactions with sandy and stuff that you know and then we see him recounting them and it's utter bullshit it's as if it's this uh two-way thing that they're really struggling you know, while he's off doing his fucking beast mode. Fucking beast mode. What is he, the fucking one of the gladiators? Fucking ridiculous. And he showed him having protein as well, didn't he? Oh, yeah, yeah. Not just protein shakes, but all the supplements, Chris. Ah, yeah, yeah. I bet there were a few in the the back there that weren't shown, if you know what I mean. Yeah, well, yes, he's just says uh, <laughs> vitamins, Dave. <laughs> but it's just, it, it, it's just utter nonsense, isn't it? Like, it's like, why come on the show? And then he, then when he sort of gets rumbled, Claire speaks up. She says to Jesse, "I've gonna have to say something. I'm gonna get mouth." And she said, "Look, I know 
I did wrong. And, you know, I'd be a hypocrite, but I owned it. You're not owning it at all. Yeah. And, he, and he's just looking like, there's nothing to own. And then the best thing is when he said to Duncan, like, I wasn't even there between eight and nine. And I'm like, fuck off. You know, like, yeah. it just, it's just any excuse to just deflect it. And, you know, it reminded me of Dave, and we've just gone through all this on Love Act. It reminded me of a male version of Olivia. Yeah, and how yeah. Some, somehow he can manipulate, he's a master manipulator, and he can manipulate the room, uh, the, the whole mood of everything, and get out. And they were saying the experts going, look, he's just deflecting, he's he's negotiating yeah. this, he's doing this. He's like he's like tiptoeing through a minefield, and he pretty much come out unscathed despite him being banged to rights. And he and poor Hugo got more of a grilling than he did, really. Yeah, he he, 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 he obviously has been in this situation. He's 42 years old. I did like it when the girls were like, yeah, yeah he's 46. And I'm like, yeah, he's 42, but we'll, we'll take that. And they were like, <laughs> but, but he was sort of like, you cannot go through life. Well, you can. He obviously has done this sort of thing. He's just a serial cheat, a liar. This fucking, I'm, a, you know, I'm one with nature. We get a, a video of like, you know, the ocean. I, I love the ocean. Oh yeah, okay, mate. No problem yeah. whatsoever. Are you fucking flipper now? Are you fucking swimming with dolphins as well in them six hours <laughs> when you're off fucking with your fancy woman? I don't believe any of it. And I, like you say, it, I can't wait for Sunday now because this, you know, commitment ceremony. They've got to go at him now. He, he, he sort of got a little bit last time, but they've got to absolutely nail him this time. There's no yeah. excuse. Him and Taylor. I am getting the popcorn out, and I am sat there ready for this. Yeah, I can't bloody wait, mate. But uh, honestly, you say about why is he here? Well, clearly, he's only staying there just for the screen time, isn't he? You know, because apparently at the bar, he said to the lads, I don't need to be here. Yeah. Which is fair enough. So why don't you fuck off then? <laughs> you know, <laughs> why, if it is such a bad match, you know, and Sandy is so below all your other fucking ex-girlfriends, what is, what is it saying? The, the ex is for a reason. But, you know, you're so fucking hard done to. Why do you keep writing stay? Because you want the fucking screen time, you sad old prick. <laughs> Honestly, he fucking is, isn't he? Just yeah, an he absolute is. dick. And y- you can tell that is, his, that is his modus operandi, the way he's just fucking bullishly, like Olivia in, uh, in Love Island, just absolutely, you know, passionately talks bollocks but he's so passionate about it you know people who are rational and not so pig-headed and fucking bullish are, are like all right well maybe, maybe i've got it wrong you know it's like i i don't i can't think of a good example for dan but you know when olivia's saying uh, i wasn't talking behind your back i was just talking up in the terrace about you <laughs> and then wanders <laughs> off and don't fucking talk about me behind my back it's like but but you just you said you were doing the thing that you said you're not doing. And normal, rational people are confused by that. Bullshit baffles brains. And so, yeah, I think he's just got through fucking life that way. And, uh, yeah, I just hope I hope John is fucking sharpening the knives and fucking gives him a good old roasting on Sunday. <laughs> Dave, he's got to. They've got to. Go. I mean, to top it off, the last thing I'm going to say on these in this whole situation, is if you're trying to win your partner back, Dave, 
and it's someone you've had a you know you've had a turbulent relationship with. Pretty much his fault, even though we can't see it. You don't say to a group of about sixteen people. Uh, we got intimate, and uh, yeah, we had sex this what week. What a dick! Uh, <laughs> what? And John went. What is the fucking motivation? John was just like on the yeah. floor. What are you? And then I think it was Mel said, like he's just trying to win. He's just trying to say he's a good guy and all this. And it was like that is the worst fucking thing. And poor Sandy, he's just like on the floor. It's like how could you do that to me? You know. <laughs> I, 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 I could, honestly, I could not fathom what was his what was his objective? What was his motivation to say that? Is it just that everyone just thinks, oh well, clearly everything's great then, or you know, like you say, he's oh, he is a good guy, isn't he? They had sex. Clearly, must be a good guy. I, that that logic doesn't work. No, so <laughs> just thought it was bizarre. I, I just thought it was almost like a child, but I do think he is a bit of a man baby, isn't he? I think he's, you know, he's got plenty of miles on the clock, but he's not actually fucking grown up. Yeah, I don't think so. He's obviously never had a job, Dave, because he obviously goes for six hours a day doing his exercise. So he's, he's he, well, I'm, yeah. I'm sure I read he's like semi-retired. Yeah, but uh, uh, didn't he have his own company or something like that? I don't know. Whatever he does, he's still a prick. But um, <laughs> Excellent. What I would say, though, Chris, is I noticed a few little looks from Jesse to Claire. And it, it was only up on the screen for a few seconds. But, you know, we've said all along, Jesse doesn't really have a poker face at all. So w- whatever he's feeling, you can generally see it. I thought he was looking across in quite a loving way. Mm. You know, just at the yeah, dinner yeah. table, like, and and just these quieter moments, not when it's all fucking kicking off and everything. But I was like, mm, I wonder, I wonder if this is recoverable, at least in in the short term, in this kind of fake marriage situation. I don't mean like on the outside, but you know, at least that, um, you know, at least for this series. Yeah, I think so. I I, th- I do think so, and I think. Whether we believe the whole situation or not, she's grown as a person, Auntie Claire. So, so yeah, I, I hope so, Dave. I hope so. I do. I tell you, what I do like Dave on the dinner party. He's kicking off. I know she's a faker and everything, but Bronte's got great expressions, Dave, when it kicks <laughs> off her face when all this is being revealed and the, the thing about like them having sex. And she's just got these massive like fishbowl eyes, and she's if to say, oh, you know, it's like proper funny. But yeah, but what? What a show again. I mean, last series, we had, obviously, Olivia, the Australian one. It's not been topped yet. We haven't had someone as sinister or as just fucking deluded, but I think we're getting round to a few of them maybe catching her up, Dave. Well, that whole kickoff was at the retreat, wasn't it? We haven't even had the retreat yet. We haven't got there. (laughs) (laughs) I do think, I know they say it every year, but, you know, this one seems to be a little bit ahead of that one. I, you know, we watched uh, season eight, didn't we? We covered season nine. We're now into 10. I think it gets a little bit better each time. And so, yeah, yeah I've, I've got high hopes. I have met him. Brilliant. Now, Dave, we've got a quick email from our good friend, Terence. He's been following us on Twitter for a long time. So uh, great to hear from you, Terence. He just put a uh, 
Started maths. What the hell? Hey guys, <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, it's your buddy Terence. I checked out of Love Island and I've only been listening to the recaps. I dislike all the couples. Worst yep. season ever. Kai for the win. Listening to you guys talk about maths, I started to check it out for the first time. I'm four episodes behind. It seems staged, the whole Claire Adam thing. She brings this up after three weeks. Why? Mm. Harris, Harrison has serial killer tendencies. I think the only experts should get a lot of blame. I think the experts should get a lot of blame for some of these couples. The new couples are clearly not matches. And that Taylor girl, I don't know why her husband don't leave from the honeymoon. That was madness. Why don't the experts step in in some of these situations and counsel before it gets bad? Keep up the good work, fellas. And then he drops us another one straight after. He must realize he's watching it live. Only a quick one. He's put, uh, sorry about this, but I also disagree with you guys on some of these situations. The wives of some of these guys get too much involved in other couples' business. I agreed with Cam. His wife was being too much in everybody's drama. So he's not got to any of the bits yet. It's that bit when Cam spoke up, we sort of understood it because it blew up in Lyndall's face, didn't it? Because Shannon mm. was at, well, we think he was telling the truth. But keep watching, Terrence. You'll get, it gets better, mate. So <laughs> great to hear from you again. I think, you know, there, I think it is a fair point. I mean, you, you kind of, in everyday life, Right, I, I don't really give a shit about anyone else's shit unless it affects me, you know, yeah. unless it's a close mate or something and, and, you know, I feel part of it, like the, the extended part of it. But other than that, don't really care. But still, it's maths, isn't it? So I'm okay. Get into all the drama. Fucking stir it up. Poke nose in where it's not wanted. <laughs> we just, we, we, we're, we're not deluding ourselves with this one that, that people are, well, you can tell. Right from the first week, okay, which couples are going to actually stay together? You know, so like Ollie and Tani, you know, all right, they're the real couple. They've actually put some, they've put the work in, Chris, and they've picked those out. So they might actually work on the outside. Everyone else, bunch of twats. (laughs) Just (laughs) just cause all the drama, throw fucking cake around the room, do whatever you want. It is messy as fuck. So, yeah, I'm kind of in agreement in the wider context, but in maths, nah. I, I, I'm kind of okay with that, but but again, wasn't it the way he reacted more so than uh, you know disagreeing that she shouldn't put her nose in? Yeah, I think it was, wasn't it? And he and he said it happened a few times as well, hasn't it? So I get yeah. that, I get that, I get it. But oh, great email, sounds nice, one, mate, and great to hear from you. So if you want to email us, guys, at cdrealitycast. If you want to follow us on social media, at cdrealitycast. No, if you want to email us, cdrealitycast at gmail.com, Dave. Let's say that correct. Uh, get over to Facebook, Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. The chat is going crazy, guys. All the spoilers and chat as the shows are on live, so be warned. I've mentioned it a few times, but it's really, really active on there and really active on the Facebook main page. So thank you. And there's been some lovely comments from some of the newer people who've joined the page. So thanks for joining up, guys. We do appreciate it. Um, if you want to support us, get over to patreon.com forward slash CD Realitycast. So today's roll call of honor is Kent, Lucky Lulu Green, Lauren, Tracy, Hennessy, Susan, Dee Dee, Katie, Libby, Joanna, Noreen, Chloe, Brianna, Helen, Keith, Gillian, Zoe, Kristen, Maggie, Kate, Megan, Cassie, Fiona, Emma, Schmave, Nicola, Macy, Alex, and Helen. So thank you so much, guys. And someone asked that today, Dave, why is it called the roll call of honor? And it was just simply <laughs> something that I said once and said it twice and it's just stuck. So it's just for all our patrons. That's what the roll call of honor is. So we just appreciate everyone who supports us. So thank you. Awesome. And you know what, Chris, I, I reckon we should start keeping a tally because 
there's been few people like messages in saying they've started watching maths because we're talking about it. So, you know, we should should start keeping a bit more of a tally, putting everyone onto maths, converting them from uh, your traditional love islands and, and what have you. Yeah, yeah, we should actually. And it's what we do next, Dave, but it won't be a daily podcast, what we do uh, next. Listen, anyway. Just fuck off right now. <laughs> right. Off you fuck, as they hey, say. Dave, we're still covering two a fucking day. <laughs> So fuck right off. <laughs> Luffy's blind starts again, no... Dave. Milf Manor. We've got all sorts. You know, I've still got, got that, that, um, that fucking perfect match to watch. I, I watched, Yes, I, I think it was on a Sunday or something. I was a bit knackered as well. So it was just kind of half dozing as I was watching it. But that fucking Francesca from Two Hot to Handle Series 1 was on it. And, like, the blokes... You can tell there's a few drinks because you've got. Um, do you remember Shane from Love yes. Is Blind? Yeah, yeah. Season two, the blonde Shane. Yeah, Shane. Oh, I want yeah, yeah. with Shana. Yeah, and well, he's was he with Natalie? Natalie. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But all the blokes, it, it's like Francesca is like catnip. They are all behaving like dogs with two dicks. It's fucking. I, I I'm hopeful that we can actually uh, maybe cover that one or, or at least I can get time to watch it and like you said that, that fucking MILF manner looks messy as fuck doesn't it <laughs> so, there is stuff out there but I just don't have time to watch it at the minute no 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 and, and I'm only joking Dave <laughs> no. we won't be doing another podcast please don't don't delete me but anyway um, big thanks mate it's been such a slog this but another we get a couple of days off from maths and we just got a bit of Love Island to finish off the week so uh, yay <laughs> yeah <laughs> awesome mate well thank you very much sir thanks to all our listeners out there thanks to all our supporters and we'll speak to you next time bye